Hi, Nipi. Hi, Nipi. Hi, Nipi. Good morning from the land of 11 nations, or as everyone else calls it, Wisconsin. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 4, the Chipotle, my little excursion into the Ho-Chunk Nation of Wisconsin. Uh, I'd like to thank both of my listeners. You two are really hanging in there, and I really appreciate it. Okay, this week I'd like to touch on a few things. Number one, the per capita reserve fund. I talked to a legislator about the fund, and it turns out I misrepresented a few things in my diatribe concerning the legislature. Number two, a quick change of direction as I talk about the business of social media and why I think this is something that individual Ho-Chunk Nation members should consider. And finally, number three, where I lightly touch on the subject of Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison and why I think it should be our flagship. Also, the upcoming AB interchange at said casino. Well, with all that being said, let's get into it. After I lambasted the Ho-Chunk legislature for failing to fund the per capita reserve accounts, I received a text from a legislator who kindly educated me on what was wrong with my diatribe. What I was reminded of is that, A, the president and his administration put together and present their budget to the legislature. B, the legislature reviews the proposed budget and then either approves said budget or disapproves. C, if the budget is approved, the treasury allocates the funds to the various departments. Then, D, we, as an informed and concerned electorate, follow the actions of our government and then offer praise or criticism for their actions or inactions. As an aside to this, perhaps we should uh, consider holding our annual general council during this time so that we, the people, can input our thoughts directly into the budgetary process. Anywho, after the per capita resolution was passed, I don't believe a penny has been allocated from the president's office nor has the legislature approved any monies, and the Treasury hasn't placed any money in the reserve account. Well, this has been a failure from the top to the bottom, from the president to us as individual Ho-Chunk Nation citizens. Nobody made this a priority. I blame all of us, however. I would like to offer an excuse why we, why we failed the reserve account as a nation. We live paycheck to paycheck. I mean, that's just... We spend it as fast as we bring it in. Uh, I'd like to go back a few years, and maybe this will help highlight our collective failure. In 2008, we began something called the Capital Improvements Project. We hadn't done any major improvements on our property since 1999. So, yeah, this is a good idea. Well, let's fast forward a few years and stop for a second. I was going through past issues with the Wodok, and I was amazed at the kind of money we were uh, donating Every month, it seemed like we had... Anyways, we were just spending money. We must have been flush with cash because we were spending like we were. It was also at this time that the legislature ruled the roost. They spent, they hired, they fired, they... Anyway, let's move on. Eventually, the capital improvement projects became the Capital Reinvestment Fund. And finally, that morphed into into Project Forward. Now, during this time someone introduces the idea of a rainy day fund. Well, this idea was greeted with smiles up front and a battle against it in the dark alleys of the legislature. 
in the end, a rainy day fund is established and a little Judah is kicked in. So we got that going for us. Now, the idea of a per capita reserve account is brought into it. And it's a brilliant idea, and it's greeted as such. This is something that we can all get behind. Now, this is where I have to establish that this is all conjecture on my part. Uh, at this time, the Ho-Chunk Nation is spending money like drunken sailors at Port Call. We have just spent $163 million on Project Forward. We've got day-to-day -day mundane bills that have to be paid. You know, you got government obligations. Uh, we've got salaries, uh, rents, uh, everything. And a, reserve, a, res a resolve for the reserve resolution was pushed to the back and basically we just forgot about it. We've got bills. We've got day-to-day -day living. Now, this financial snowball just kept rolling downhill until the Wuhan virus punched us all square in the face. It all came to a head. Then, Cindy Tag steps forward and asks where the money is. Well, we know where the money is. It's gone. We spent it. Haven't saved a dime. So, here we are. In the grips of the Wuhan virus, no per cap the last two quarters, and February per cap on the horizon. Well, we got a snapshot audit uh, of the government that should be available to us by our virtual general counsel. But that won't have anything to do with the reserve account because all the audit will show us that we don't have any money. We're going to be struggling just to get that per February per cap. But uh, what the past performance of our legislature and presidential administrations has shown is that we have failed as Ho-Chunk citizens on keeping an eye on our leaders. This falls on us. Just because those people sit in a big chair doesn't necessarily mean that these people are looking at the big picture. They are fighting battles day to day and tomorrow is always a long way off. Here's the bottom line, in my opinion. If we want the per capita reserve account fully funded, this can take sacrifice and resolve by the entire Ho-Chunk Nation. All, what is it, 78,000 of us? We got to get behind this. Because we're talking about uh, $88 million. Remember when 12 clans asked for that kind of money? You know, yeah, we politely told them to go pound sand. So... We've got to get behind this. And it's going to take a few years to fund this. And we're going to have to say no to a few things. I'd like to say no to Linwood Casino, but, you know, that's a different story. But we're going to have to say no to things that we're already presently spending money on. In theory, the per capita reserve account is a great idea. And I'm just wondering if we have the resolve to fully fund it. I say we do. This podcast is suffering from growing pains, and you, the listeners, are the ones suffering. I don't know how to write, and here I am, struggling every week to put these thoughts down in a coherent and uh, express them in a clear and concise fashion. The technology baffles me at times, and I get frustrated by my lack of knowledge. It shows quite obviously in the quality of my content, and most importantly, in the delivery of the content. The audio, the sound, basically the execution. I say all of this for two reasons. One, to apologize for the quality of the podcast in terms of the sound and meandering fashion of my writing. And the second reason, this is the most important reason I stumble and bumble across the internet, 
I want all of you to follow me, not just in this podcast, not in just this medium, but in all social mediums. I don't mean just me, because there are others who are doing incredible work in all genres of social media, creating wonderful and inventive content. There is a growing industry in the world, uh, I guess the word is infotainment, it all centers on content. I know that the word infotainment is usually reserved for uh, quote-unquote soft news, but uh, hundreds of thousands of people are creating content every day on YouTube, TikTok, Reels, Podcasts, Vlogs, and Blogs. Right now, there are more than 1 million active podcasts, more than 30 million podcast episodes in 100 languages. 500 hours of video were uploaded to YouTube every minute. On TikTok, there are 800 million, no, 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 800 million active monthly users. And that's a big number. In 2019, over 4.4 million blog posts were published every day. That's a lot of writing. Okay, so what does creating content have to do with the Ho-Chunk Nation, you're asking? I'd like to point out just what happened in the news the other week. Thousands upon thousands of Wongshiks came out en masse to vote for Uncle Joe, and he won the U.S. presidency. Now, if we all get up and push each other, we can create some thousands and thousands of hours of quality content. This new industry is a tool that could help all of us out of, you know, week to week, living week to week on paychecks. Um, nobody's going to get rich with this uh, medium right away. I mean, you've got to establish a platform from which from that you can grow. And there's myriad ways to grow once you establish yourself. But you have to start. Um, I'd like to point out one obvious learning tool. Our kids, they aren't born with an innate ability to work on an Android or an iPhone, Android, iPhone or a computer. But given a chance, they seize the opportunity to play with it. And once they go to school, all their friends have phones and they're showing how to do things, how to create, how to edit, how to write music, how to write content. Even if this is not the route in life they're going to take, they learn how to use these tools. And this is what I'd like for my Ho-Chunk people, to grab this new medium and begin to build a foundation that we can all share. The right now, the opportunity to create and make money is available to all of us. Um, the youngsters among us have grown up with this technology and they can operate in this new environment with speed and ease. But seasoned individuals who have knowledge and skills can learn to share and sell these skills online. Um, I'm doing these podcasts to show you that all of you can do this. I see some of you out there embracing these new mediums and you're doing really, really well on uh, blogs, uh, videos. Uh, some of you are really doing really well. And uh, you guys are really embracing these new mediums. But I'd like to see all of us creating content, creating videos, podcasts. Uh, but like I said, no one's going to get rich. But if you put the work in and develop your skills, writing, editing, you know, visual, audio, download and uploading, how to learn how to navigate in this new environment, the possibility of adding to your income is, avail is available to all of us. And it's something that um, we can share our ideas, our language, our culture. Um, it gives us, a, the new medium gives us an opportunity to operate on a world stage instead of being locked into a small geographical area with limited opportunities. Uh, 
like one thing we could start thinking of is, you know, conferences, you know, online conferences, Zoom, uh, FaceTime, you know, we can learn, teach each other how to edit, how to film, how to write, uh, how to take our ideas and place these into a, these new mediums. Uh, if you're a Ho-Chunk and you create a content of any kind, share it with us. Uh, show us that um, that this new medium is for us. Uh, videos, blogs, podcasts, what have you. I'd like to create a site where we have a Ho-Chunk um, content essentially located so we can just go there and then we can share this with everybody. Uh, Facebook, I don't know, Twitter. I don't know, just someplace we can uh, upload our all our posts, our ideas. Uh, I like this quote by Les Brown. The graveyard is the richest place on earth because it is here that you will find all the hopes and dreams that were never fulfilled. The books that were never written, the songs that were never sung, the inventions that were never shared, the cures that were never discovered. All because someone was too afraid to take that first step, keep with the problem, or determined to carry out their dream. This is something for all of us that we can do. It doesn't cost any money to sit down and write and to post something online, take a YouTube video, a TikTok video. All this stuff is free. All we have to do is create and stay with it. And um, I can't wait to interview new Ho-Chunk content creators and uh, constant dreamers among us. The $163 million Project Ford project has been completed and all of our casinos are up and running. Well, except for Toma. That's what I hear. We have two competing casino plans in our direct future. Linwood, Illinois and Beloit, Wisconsin. However, with the Wuhan virus not running roughshod over the Midwest, yeah, we get a little bit of a reprieve. Governor Evers has said that he is going to wait a while until he deems it safe before he signs off on Beloit. And the Illinois Gaming Board has put off any decisions for six months concerning new gaming licenses. President White Eagle has stated that the nation doesn't have the money for the Beloit Casino. And no one really knows where the legislator is going to find the money for Linwood. Uh, coming quickly into focus is the February per cap payment. Will the nation have the funds to make these payments? That's yeah, going to be exciting. The Ho-Chunk Nation needs money, long and short term. The quickest and easiest decisions, the quickest and easiest decision from where I'm sitting is Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. If we were to put the same size facility in Madison that we have in Wisconsin Dells, the revenue increase would be incredible. I don't have any money figures on that because I don't think anybody's done a study. But let's begin with Madison's assets. The Madison metropolitan area has a population of over 650,000 people, the second largest uh, metropolitan area in Wisconsin. Madison has six huge employers. The first is the University of Wisconsin, flagship of the Wisconsin University System, employing over 21,000 faculty, staff, and graduate assistants. Uh, the University of Wisconsin Health System, with 21,000 employees. Now let's add in Epic Systems, American Family Insurance, CUNA Mutual Group, or CUNA, 
And then all the state government employees that are, and everything is located in Madison right there. Uh, you got more and more companies moving to Madison than lately. It's becoming somewhat of a tech hub. Future job growth over the next 10 years is predicted to rise 37.9%. 37.9% in 10 years. That's a lot of companies. Uh, the median household income of a resident of Madison is $53,900. That doesn't sound like a lot, but it is. So what we see is a city with an increasingly large uh, job growth and a healthy median income amongst its professionals and blue-collar workers. Expanding our operation in, in Madison makes a lot of sense financially. Just from the bodies, the highway, the infrastructure. If we get behind this, this is something that could really benefit the entire nation. Now let's take a walk down Sentimental Lane. Our present flagship is Wisconsin Dells. Why? Because it's always been there. That's, 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 that's how it is. But things change. Remember Parsons Powwow? That used to be a big deal. Remember Stan Rock Ceremonial? I get all kinds of questions from work from people who remember going there. Uh, how about Tommy Bartlett's Water Show? All these things were once staples of Wisconsin Dells. Not anymore. Now it's strictly water parks. Right now, the Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison is a couple of legislators who understand that Madison is the flagship of the future for the nation. We've got to get all of them on board for them to take a look at this and understand that. Um, real quick, got to go into a different direction here. The Department of Transportation uh, recently completed a study and found that, that, they're, that the second most dangerous intersection in the state of Wisconsin is the, is the entrance and exit to our Madison Casino on Highway 12. That's not good. But the good news is that Wistat has $23 million in federal funding for an intersection at Highways 12 and AB. Uh, both Dane County and the city of Madison are in. The only entity not involved is the Ho-Chunk Nation. Now, all we have to do is kick in $1.5 million for this intersection. intersection. Uh, what is great about the $1.5 million is that it can be taken from our payment to the state, from our net payment, the 5% that we have to kick into the state we can funnel $1.5 million of that to the AB intersection. So basically, we're going to be funding the intersection with the state's money. But, and it's a big but, for some reason, the Ho-Chunk legislature refuses to adopt a resolution for this action to occur. They've been notified, they know this, but this is... The problem is we have a legislature that really doesn't uh, believe in Madison. They believe in uh, a lot of the other ones, Black River, Wittenberg, uh, Dells, and they just don't see Madison as something that they need to work with. But like as I, as I showed you, Madison is our future, and our legislature has to adopt a resolution to fund this intersection. 
the resolution has to be uh, put forth and the administration has to sign off on it so we can divert that $1.5 million for this intersection. Uh, the good thing about it is this, we don't need this money till 2022, but if we get it done right away, it's out of our hair. We get rid of the money and we're helping our future. Um, the Ho-Chunk Nation needs Madison to grow if we're to grow. Remember, our compact is going to expire in about 10 years. We've got to get our ducks on the road now. Um, the action, I guess my call to action is, uh, first off, we have to make the Ho-Chunk Administration and the Ho-Chunk Legislature get this in intersection funded and let Madison, Dane County, and the state of Wisconsin know that we're serious about the growth of our Madison Casino. Secondly, let's put a fire under our administration legislation and let's get Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison fully established as our flagship casino. And finally, remember this podcast is supposed to be a service to those of us who live outside the concentrated Ho-Chunk areas, Black River, Dells, Madison, the places where the day-to-day -day operations of the Ho-Chunk Nation are openly discussed. So if you have a relative who lives in the at-large area and you think this podcast can offer a little information and a little entertainment, please let them know that the Chipotle exists and to download it. Um, before I leave, I'd like to give a little uh, shout-out to a book I'm reading right now. It's called uh, Empire of the Summer Moon. Quanah Parker and the Rise and Fall of the Comanches, the most powerful Indian tribe in American history. Um, it's written by S.C. Gwynn. And it's really, really good. And uh, seriously, uh, for a good read, I recommend it. It just uh, explains a little bit about an empire that I never knew existed. And it's got nothing to do with Ho-Chunks, but uh, hey, it's about a Wongshik, so it's good enough for me right now. And with that, I'll say Jigay Honey Chuck Jawi. And remember, there are no traffic jams along the extra mile.